on dispensers of pets, poking out at the cons, renaissance fests, watch animated chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys! It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast, and here's your host, a man who has a collection of over 7,000 Guitar Hero figures, Derek McCaw. That was rapid. You were very fast. He was possessed. Uh, right. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are podcasting on Wednesday, March 21st. I guess it's the second day of spring. Second. From Elusive Comics and Games 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. And tonight we are brought to you by an independent film, The Terror of Dracula. An independent film with DVD on sale April 3rd. You can get it by going to the website www.newdraculamovie.com. That sounds interesting. And that is produced by our longtime listener, Bill Bossert. I oh, that's why it sounds interesting. I just wanted to say it uh, up front, uh, and we'll have a little add-in uh, later, right? So, uh, to my right, we have a, a regular contributor, but tonight guest announcer is Lon Lopez is out. So, so who are you, Fo Lon? I am real Nate Costa. All right. Excellent. My Indian name is Folan. Uh, and, uh, and then, of course, across from me, podcast producer and Moral Compass. Rick Brett Snyder. And we do have a special guest tonight. Uh, we will be talking about comics, movies, and TV, but we have a special guest here tonight to talk about an event that will combine at least one of those three things. Combine one? I don't know. It, it seemed better in my head. Yeah. Uh, so introduce yourself, please. Uh, hello, I'm Shane Cornella, representing uh, Cogswell Comic Creation Club, also known as C4. And... Uh, they're talking about CogsCon, which is more than one of those things, hopefully. Hopefully. Terrific. Okay. So, first of all, talk about what, what is the Cogswell Comics Creators Club? Uh, Cogs, C4, what we are is a group of no, students. I'm going to say all four things. Okay. <laughs> I insist upon it. Okay, is it fine if I say C4? I, no. Oh, all right. No, so, it's fine. C4 uh, is explosive. Exactly. That's what we are. Well, so I came oh. up with that huh. just because. It's clever. <laughs> it's a play on words. I, I get or that. acronym. It's wordplay. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Um Anyways, we are a group of students who, you know, we are about creating comics. And being cut uh, from Cogswell College, which is a digital arts school, you know, that is a part of the Located industry. Located in Sunnyvale? Sunnyvale, California, yes. Because right, for people that don't know, oh, yeah, that's aren't right. local. We have a global audience, actually. So there's someone in Japan going, can't go. Uh, uh, but go ahead. Uh, that's unfortunate. Yes, we're, um, so actually, I'll get to that. We are at Cogswell College, which is um, up in Sunnyvale, which is like north of here. And we are basically a group of students who want to be a part of the comic book making process. Uh, some of us may actually want to go into that industry. So we do everything from make comics, write. Uh, we learn. We have a workshop that teaches our students how to really make them put a work into a comic. I mean, I've found out that I'm a really good inker, which you know a lot of people take for granted, but it's like the skillful. Uh, really useful skill set, and that's you guys had a visit by Mick Gray. Yes, we did actually. A friend of the podcast, a friend right. of the program, Mick Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Mick Gray, awesome guy, loves to hear his own voice. He told us so himself, actually. <laughs> I'll that. take that then, as long as he said it. Otherwise, we'd have to hurt you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so we uh, love Mick. All right, moving forward on that though. So what you probably want to know what CogsCon is. So I do. Oh, good. Uh, CogsCon was the idea actually of the previous club president Amelia, who. She, um, Amelia Davis 
And what she wanted to do was, she actually went to a previous college and had done her own convention. So I had heard the idea, and when I took over, I was just all, I looked at the crew and said, we're going to do this. We are going to put on a convention, but not just for comics, for Cogswell itself, henceforth CogsCon. Sure. Yep, and it's supposed to be a combination of comic books, digital media, you know, all the digital media, video games, animation, pretty much what makes the school itself. And it, we're not just done limiting ourselves to digital art, though. I mean, the types of things I want to bring in is everything from traditional, classic, you, you know, if you're an oil painter and want to show off your work, I was totally okay with that. Room for a gallery then, yeah, okay. Yep. So, But you're going to be a traditional convention. You're having... Are you having um, tables and displays and? Yes, we are actually. Um, how we're I've I've never done a convention before, so I don't know what traditional really is in that sense. But uh, the idea was: Will we, there be a lot of drinking in the Hyatt afterwards? No. Well then, not a convention. This, no, not a convention. No, no, no. <laughs> ah, shucks. Um, so what we're doing is we do actually have a. Uh, t- we will have tables. We have our special. Um, well, it's really the, it's a garage, but we are making our event room, which is the Dragons Den at our school, Cogswell Dragons, after all. And there we have we've allotted uh, room for about twenty four tables, and as my knowledge goes, I think we only have about two left. Wow! Uh, yeah. And what's so going to be an intimate convention? Kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does incorporate other rooms of the school because. Uh, seven of those tables are actually school clubs who want to show off, who, you know, in a way mm-hmm. can contribute. Sure. In fact, actually, some of the things that we'll be having there, you know, we have a uh, Friday Night Magic Club. They will actually be having a challenger's table where... As in the game, Magic yes, the, the Gathering, the magic. not just Sorry, yes. Friday Night Magic. Yeah. And watch me pull a rabbit. No. Oh, that I was going to say, I was gonna say it was a dance every night, but that's... Oh, oh. That'd, that'd be special, yes. Magic, magic. the Gathering. Mm-hmm. So those who are fr- fans of that game can, or people who are interested, can go up to the table, uh, challenge one of our club members to play a game, and if you can beat them, you get a pack. Cool. cool. Sweet. Oh, yeah. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, on top of that, I mean, we have the actual comic creation club. We've been working on some stuff, you know. Cool. i am uh, actually been working on a comic myself with one of our artists, so hopefully we'll have some stuff to share from there. And I know uh, Amelia, who was... Uh, who's actually going into the industry has her own webcomic she probably wants to show off. Oh, excellent. excellent. Yeah. Wasn't she at uh, Ape? Yes, she was. She, she, was uh, uh-huh. she is the creator of Unusual Tuesdays, which is a really interesting comic. I suggest you go look it up on Google or something. It's, I enjoy it. Funny story. Um, other things we have that are you know more school contributed are ga- de- uh, Game Development Club will be showing off their work and, you know, like mm-hmm. comic creation, they're about making games. And our students, you know, the... What they've actually done so far, they made a quite a few number of games that I hope we'll have sh- demoing there so mm-hmm. we can show off. And they might even be holding a game tournament, of which game I'm not sure yet, but it may be of the Super Smash variety from what I've been looking at. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think you mentioned, so let, let's uh, do a quick check of where and uh, when this aware. is. Of course. Uh, so where it will be, our address is 1175 Bordeaux Drive, Sunnyvale, California. Uh, it will be That's Bordeaux, Bordeaux, as in Bordeaux. the w- wine or the uh, count country in France, uh, the uh, county region. in France, region, yes, region in France. Uh, thank you. Sorry. Um, and you are a wine drinker, but I'm not from France. But you are drunk, so we we'll go on. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, fine. if that was only true, <laughs> it will be. <laughs> well, so the interesting thing is, it will be this uh, upcoming in April 7th, which is I found it to be Easter weekend. Poor planning on my part, or maybe master planning. But it's planning. in between. It's master planning. Yeah. It's See, okay. there's Good Friday, there's Comic Book Saturday, and Easter Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. On the right. second day, he did he read comics. Kick back oh, and read I'm comics. going to help for that. Thanks. Yeah. And the time it will be running will be open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay, well, that's the official time. You know how these conventions work. Obviously, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so well, it's got to start somewhere. So that's excellent to try. 
Yes, and if you want to find an easy way to get to our location, you could always just look up Cogswell College. That seems to take you right to our school link. Really? I find that to be a cool magic trick in itself. <laughs> and if not, we have a website, actually. All you have to do is go to cogscon.com. C-O-G-S-C-O-N. Yes, dot com. No, www. It'll take you straight to our okay. club's Google site, and you can find out all the information there. Cool. And we also have a Facebook event, so if you look up Cogscon 2012, you can find it there, too. Yeah. So what what other what you've got 20, 20 tables and it's seven are done by the club what have you got any outside people in the convention Yes and no um, by outside we do have a few uh, Dodd student uh, members like there will be a friend of mine Brandon Bright he's a photographer who's going there to uh, show off some work you know uh, tell people he's out there I think so far some of the stuff he's done is pretty impressive. Uh, there's also a artist a speed artist from Hyperbooster Studio. Uh, Borden is his name, and he's actually really quite the interesting guy. He um, he has these works he does, and they're really well done. Uh, you know, mostly like anime style car, Capcom characters and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But also, he's his real catch is that he will do commissions, um, and you could show him whatever the commission is. You could tell him or show him a picture, and he will do it within about five minutes. He's he just, a speed artist. Speed artist, and a really impressive one. I mean, I um. Uh, last time I met him was the first time I met him was an ape, and I showed him a character from one of my favorite shows. So if we had like a person, yeah. a picture of real person, we wanted to say have him drawn as the Hulk, would he be able to do that kind of thing? Yes, he would. Huh? Or, How about or, that? That's interesting. What about <laughs> Captain Marvel or Shazam? Would he what, be able to do that? Red Hulk? No. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I thought it was. I don't know. You know, that's actually. He probably might be able to do that. All of that. I mean, I think we may. Uh, we might have to go to the Cogswell Con, Cogscon, C four. And you, and you, you hope you're starting a Cogswell tradition with this, right? Yes, I do. Um, yes, that's the major plan. I mean, I think that our school is a really impressive place. I mean, I'm only a second year student, and I fell in love with it. So. You know, for me, I've, I was a little caught off guard. I was like, this is a really interesting place. I'm surprised we don't have our own convention. So yep. this is the first time around, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be very successful so far. I mean, we've, got, we've been well-received by some of the people we talk to, and I have some great advertising agents. And by advertising agents, I mean students who like to run around with pamphlets yelling at people. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, yeah right. Excellent. So we look forward to – we'll probably be in attendance on uh, Saturday, one or April more of 7th. us. Yes. Saturday, April 7th. And uh, – Thanks for coming on the show. I do have a quick question. Oh, okay. You said, it kind of blew my mind earlier, the Cogswell College mascot is the dragon? Yes. Not the cog. No. Amazing. What sports does Cogswell participate in? <laughs> we used to have a fencing team. Ooh. That makes Magic sense. tournaments? Uh, that we How don't. do you not have the Cogswell Cogs, though? Um. Because they were sued by Hanna Barbera for that. Would one? they have been sued? Cogswell Cogs. Well, yes. I mean, yes. I'm assuming Mr. Cogswell founded the school. Uh, is your crosstown rival, rival the Space League Sprockets? Actually, I don't think we have any rivals. Uh-huh. We're pretty private. <laughs> I wish we did. Space League We've College. dealt with our rivals already. <laughs> they have been eliminated in a vicious winner-take-all magic tournament. Uh, okay. We took all. <laughs> we did. All right. Well, cool. So we're looking forward to that. April 7th. Cool. April 7th. At, once again, that address. Give it out there, Shane. Uh, 1175 Bordeaux Drive. Bordeaux is in the region of France. Sunnyvale, California. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. And again, the, 10 the, to 6 p.m. The website will be, uh, it's cogscon.com. Yes, cogscon.com. C-O-G-S-C-O-N. No www. That will take you to the wrong place. All right. 
Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having site. me. Okay. Yeah, good. Thanks, Jane. All you, right. You know what, Derek? What? I would really like to know more about that Dracula movie. You know, this would be a great time to let the movie speak for itself. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. The original gothic horror returns in a faithful adaptation of Bram Stoker's original classic, The Terror of Dracula. Available on DVD from www.newdraculamovie.com. That's cool. I can't wait to see that. I hope he sends us a copy. Or a cli- yeah, that's good. I think actually he did offer. Uh, we might be able to get a code to watch it on Vimeo. Oh, cool. So we'll see if so we can actually give him some some props, knowing what we're doing. Oh, and now taking the fourth chair. I don't know if he's going to speak, but he has an iPad. He, at least he's sitting on the chair and not raising it above his head to strike. Th- that's that's reassuring. Gentlemen, hello. Is that a new it's iPad? Michael Goodson. Or is it just a new iPad cover? It's uh, it's an iPad 2 with a iPad 2 cover, Rick. Okay. I, I like this. Looking, yeah, when Tintin gets middle-aged and goes goth. That's true. <clears> the hair. He's going to look like Michael Goodson. <laughs> so. Would you had seen me earlier this week? Oh, <laughs> would we have? I looked hilarious. <laughs> well, tonight we're pretty darn amused. So, um, it's okay. We've got, <clears throat> before we go into comics, we've got some fan email. We got mail. Hit it! Hit it, Nate! Now, i just like to note that I'm not Lon Lopez. It's no, not And I candy. don't have a great singing voice. Okay, we'll okay, do it here together. We go. <coughs> you take the high. <coughs> here we go. It's not uncanny. uncanny. We've, We've got, got fanny mail. Yes, thank you, Wes. This is the Fanboy Planet Morning Zoo. Woohoo! Okay, uh, we what, got, what do they say, Derek? What do they say oh there, Nate? Is that Sean? We have one from Sean Arian King, uh-huh. who first of all said in a follow-up post, "You pronounced his name right, so you taught me something, Nate Costa." That's right. And what did I say earlier, Derek? I should watch sports so I can learn how to pronounce weird names. Exactly. Okay. Uh, anyway, he has sent you a question to ask Jim Lee. Thank you. Okay, ready? And here's the question. <clears throat> I really hope Jim Lee really shows to Big Wild so I can ask whatever this question is. Yes. Why? Just why? Okay, he wants to put Nehru collars on everybody. Fine. I can ignore that. But why butcher the JSA? Why can't I have the JSA I love? It's being written by the best JSA writer since Roy Thomas. Why can't you throw us, being the older fans, a bone? Okay, so is the question why just why? And I'm supposed to end it at that? Or am I supposed to uh, go no, with the whole the explanation? Whole is it, why doesn't Jim Lee write bone? <laughs> no. No, sorry. It's, no, it's I think, it's, I think you, you start off trying to be terse and ironic and then you move into a real okay. question he can okay. answer mm-hmm. that would be good all right so we have that although although the answer to that is probably going to be shut up kid <laughs> the answer is going to be well we're rebooting the whole uh you, you'll have universe, to read it so. and then it's my universe you play it yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm sorry are you publisher of dc comics yes um and then he'll wave his ipad in your face because that's what he likes to do he does love his ipads mm-hmm. so uh we also have from uh brian kent a listener. Mm. Um, Brian. So Kent. liked the cartoon talk, Young Justice, Green Lantern, on the last show, and was wondering what upcoming cartoons you are all looking forward to the most. Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. I knew that was what you were going to say, only not quite in that high-pitched voice. I wouldn't have pegged that. but <laughs> He's he's very rapid speaking tonight. He is tonight. Like, and so, uh, so Spider-Man I, MTV. Wow, no. Um, is Avengers did they come out already? I'm sorry, 2005 called. Oh. 
Uh, I've been out of the loop for a while. Your your TiVo retention is working (laughs) well. Right now, all Michael gets to watch is My Little Pony. So you're a brony now, aren't you? You're a brony brony now? Is that what what we're calling them? The the, the hub re... Scary, uh, you know that. uh, Because they all come down here and buy the Tokidoki My Little Ponies up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Tokidoki My Little Ponies. Yeah. Wow. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Benjamins. Okay, so uh, I would say Ultimate Spider-Man on Disney XD is probably the thing people are most excited yep. about. Yeah, and the That's next season of Avengers. Season of I Avengers. did watch the next, the third episode of uh, Green Lantern. Did you like it better? Um, a little bit. They're doing. I'm about to take it off my uh, they're, season record. They're, they're about, they were trying to do some kind of redemption thing and give the backstory to the Red Lantern and mm-hmm. stuff. and. Uh, Are all the lanterns going to be good guys? Is that what's going on no, here? Well, that yeah. red lantern doesn't seem How very did bad. they tell stories before other colored lanterns? Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. That's my problem. I don't even. I don't think that that the conflict between green and red lanterns is worth building an entire series around. Yeah. Not until Rainbow Bright gets involved. I would, well, actually, I team like up. Next episode. Next episode is supposed to have Carol Ferris as Star Sapphire. Oh, great! But in a much more demure costume, uh, more like the original one. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, so that's okay. Uh, and do you know when Tron Uprising is supposed to be starting? And have you heard much about it? I haven't heard anything about it. I don't even know what that is. That's the animated series that is going to bridge between Tron and Tron Legacy. I that. I wish we it. had an iPad too where we with could look a, that with up an, with Elijah Wood voicing <laughs> the main character. Um, but beyond that, I don't know much except that Disney is still very excited about it. So and much, they're working on a third Tron. They right? are, but we'll be that. talking about that a little later. Yes. Sorry. Spoilers. Oh my gosh! I know you've been out of it, but come on. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm current with this episode of the podcast. Really? Tron 3. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. We'll discuss it later. We'll discuss it later. After we talk about my favorite my favorite show, new show, Spider-Man MTV. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's it. So, uh, so and Rocket Robin Hood. Brian, we'll do some research on this, and we'll figure it out. Um, and then, just because I wasn't sure where we were going to fit, I guess it kind of goes over everything, like the CogsCon. Uh, big news out of WonderCon was that uh, Felicia Day is launching her YouTube channel, Geek and Sundry, and yes. which features, of course, the Guild. And you mentioned something in an elliptical way about seeing our pal Sean Becker on something, one of yeah. the programs. Yeah, uh, well, Felicia put out, uh, if you follow her on Facebook or Twitter, you could have followed a link that would take you to a, s- a playlist of short videos. Yeah, uh, I, uh, I have a court order against following her Twitter. Uh, yeah, too bad. Too yeah. bad for you. Okay. Um because they were I'm all, sorry, all quite that. quite entertaining with a couple of eh. edit that the uh, <laughs> I gave you the list of, of shows I didn't copy those down you didn't copy the I, shows I wrote this down, down on a different uh. computer I'm sorry okay so Felicia is uh, is basically launching a new network <laughs> a new YouTube network yeah. Uh, and she's got like seven different uh, shows that in- will be including doing, including Dark Horse Motion Comics. Dark Horse Mo- yeah. Motion Comics is one. Her 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 own is called Vlog. Is it a talk show? Felicia Felicia's blog. Day online. Uh, 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 that doesn't add up to no, Vlog. F L O G. Vlog. Yeah. Fidolga. Yeah, I can't write you. You know, Swedish? I was kind of counting you putting my, my whole set of notes in there. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, she's gonna she's gonna have a show where she's just basically it's basically whatever she wants to do in that episode. She's okay, gonna go talk fine. to somebody. And that's where I saw. I think I saw her and Sean Becker sitting on a couch, maybe playing a video game. Oh, he and does like playing video. He games. does like playing video games. That's a good exercise, Sean. Um, there was another show. Was it a week? 
boy, this is really bad with all my, I wrote up all those notes. It's okay. The point is, it's geekandsundry.com. Well, geek did you sundry. write the notes on your email? I did. Hang on. Give Can me you a access your email from your Yeah, I'm sorry. iPad? I just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Should we all have iPads? We, we should. should. And we're back. Okay, so it's Flog uh, was, is the one that she's doing. Then there's right. one called Tabletop, and that's starring Will Wheaton. Mm-hmm. basically talking about tabletop games. And it looks like they're going to be gaming sessions. They showed a bunch of people sitting around a table oh, cool. playing various popular uh, board games. And Bill, Will is a, a big board gamer, so he's a good choice for that. The Dark Horse Can we get him and Doug Garrett to have a fight? Uh, boy, that would be interesting, wouldn't it? Uh, there's uh, the Dark Horse Motion comics that you actually mentioned already. And then there's something called Written by a Kid, where every week they have a story that was... Written, written by, a, by kid. a kid. Yeah. Oh. We used um, to call that Robert Rodriguez's latest film. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, spy, spy written by a kid. Um, Sword and Laser, which is a uh, – it's a, there's another art, uh, author who's been running a podcast called Sword and Laser who's going to be there. Learning Town, which they had almost nothing. It looks like it's a – Maybe a family-friendly version of one of the um, those two guys on um, Adult Swim. With no. Beavis and Butthead? No, no, no. You just did something with your arm. Tim and Eric's. Oh, you're right. Tim and Eric's. Great, uh, great show. Uh, yeah. Awesome show. Great job. Yeah. Uh, maybe something like that. They, they actually didn't have a, a decent preview for that. And then Guild Season 5. Excellent. Um, they've announced uh, that uh, the Guild Seasons 1 through 4 are going to be released, at, cut together as movies, not as individual episodes. Hmm. And there'll be lots of extras and online stuff. I'm interested stuff. in seeing how that all... But you can find out more about this by going to geekandsundry, G-E-E-K-A-N-D-S-U-N-D-R-Y.com. Yes. And uh, it's all there. Excellent. And it's it's so, Felicia Day, so how can it be anything and, other and than absolutely about, adorable? And in about a month and a half, we have Free Comic Book Day. I believe Sean Becker will be up here signing. So oh my! We can talk to Sean about it. Excellent. Because the question I have is: Is there you know, as you got to say in entertainment, is is there money in it? Yeah, well, and, and the, how and, is that money made? And does I, he have a taste of this? Because I imagine there might be some directorial effort that he is contributing to there. There might be. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's kind of he's been resting on his laurels. Has he? No, I don't know. Uh, is so, he still listening to the show? I, I don't know. I don't know if he ever did. But okay. uh, is he still working with Ted Danson? Uh, no, no, that's that's uh, different. Different Becker. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Again, thanks for 2005. <laughs> A little visit from the past. Adjusted medicine day. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. No, that's great. Thank you, Gritson, for your participation. Uh, go get us. I was content to sit here quietly. Well, why don't okay. you go get us something to eat? <laughs> All right. So you came without the sweet potatoes. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about some comic stuff, shall we? Sure. Because okay, you know, maybe we'll it. maybe we'll do a video podcast and join the geek and sundry. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Comixology, thanks to the I, the new iPad with the Retina. Is that the brand new one? This is the new one. This is the Retinal. So, I'll show you what the I, Retinal display is. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to do a technology review, but I noticed, as you put in your notes, and I had already thought was interesting, is that Comixology and Marvel are doing free upgrades to HD versions of yes. their digital comics. Uh, and it's interesting because here's, here's how, I mean, again, great radio, but as you zoom in, it doesn't pixelate. It doesn't pixelate at all. It's I just didn't know it did before because I didn't read digital comics. But exactly. Yeah. You know, and they've actually restricted a page. it. They've restricted it. You can't zoom in. You uh, you can occasionally over zoom, but then it'll come back to where it, where it fits. Well, that's so cute. It's like snapping a rubber band. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, 
But the experience is kind of interesting. If you have a book already that yes. is high, that is not high def, when you go to open it, it says there's a new version of this. Would you like to download it? Well, that is actually is pretty free. Nice. Free. Free. That's the point. That is interesting. Which this is this is really noteworthy because like I software I was straining my my brain trying to think of another media that's gone through a change where you went to a higher resolution, higher quality product, okay. and you got the update for free. No, because you're right. Warner Brothers has a program where you can turn in your DVD for a Blu-ray. You have to pay the pay money, and it's a limited number of uh, of titles too, and you can only get get new titles off of another list. So. Right. So yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's noteworthy and well done, Chip Mosher, for um, I'm having. Yeah, I'm with still that. looking into this. There's, they've looks like they've made some improvements to the way the, um, to the way the paging. I actually. So I, I would, do I, they finally read themselves for you? No, not quite. But okay. remember, I think there's that's there's, what I'm waiting for. Part of this that no one's talking about is there's an art to how the panels, how you transfer between panels, and how word balloons are exposed. To we stuff are always on talking about light. that though. Um, but I think that what we need to do is find out. I'm imagining for every one of these comics, there's a different different person who's doing those instructions because there are different things that happen hmm. for how this works. Um, for example, in the uh, the just JLE, JLA one issue that I had, when you go to the last panel, it's Batman looks up and it's Superman, right? So you have a you have a zoom in oh, on you Superman's mean Justice League. Justice one. League. What did I say? JLA, JLA different sorry. book. I'm sorry, we can't sorry. confuse our readers, Justice, our listeners. Justice League, fi- new fifty two Justice confusing League. Confusing our listeners by calling them readers. My apologies, but Batman <laughs> looks problem. up and it's a zoom in close on on Superman. Yes, and then it zooms out to the full panel uh, because it's the he's drawn on a full page. Which is different than most pages that you come into. Like they come in on the whole page and they go panel by panel by panel. And so this is there's somebody making these these these, choices. these artistic and I, I'm going to call it art. There there is an art just as valid as as layout or inking or penciling or. Well, we are in a transitional period. I mean, this is why I should say out of WonderCon, Mark Wade has said he is selling his personal comic book collection in order to finance his upcoming digital web comics. Uh huh. To keep it afloat long enough for people to start doing micropayments or Kickstarter, whatever, uh-huh. to get that going, because uh, he believes that there is, that it's it's a it's a burgeoning art form, slightly different than print, uh, but he, but it's got to be moved forward. And one of his big things is indeed that nobody's take nobody's really treating it as a separate right art of of how you tra- how you move through the pa- how you move through the book when it's digital right which has yeah. gone through all the all the media i mean when film started movies were trying to just be moving Movie. uh stage moving plays. paintings yeah. they were originally fra- just framed that way you know like a painting and that was right. it and then you could move slightly within it but, th- but right. that's it Somebody has to get really good at the skill, and then everyone has to copy what that guy's doing. Or, or come up with new, and, and always innovate. We've seen you know, stuff where, you know, yeah. for years, people, you will see the smattering of someone's innovation with, like, a, a four-panel thing where they've done something clever that it almost seems animated the way it's done. Right. The way it follows. Or that, that 24-hour one I, sh- I sent you, mm-hmm. that guy. Uh, that was amazing. The Darkness, I, or Darkness, I think was what it was called. Yeah. Uh, out of France. It was that was beautiful, and that was another one where the compelling. The, the I layout, couldn't stop reading it. It was just one long page. You know, it's just terrific. Brilliant. Yes, and uh, so you know, people were taking shots, and I know way back when CrossGen was trying to innovate, 
uh, and do this. They had done digital comics back in 2000. The first right. podcast, the, the first Comic Con I went to, uh, the Mark, whatever that guy's name was that started that company, uh, would talk to me for about an hour and a half about what he was going to do. Yeah, the crossing guy, Alessi, Mark Alessi. Yeah, it's uh, you know, but what he was ta- doing with, with digital comics, it was like, this is great. Put it, but it's stuff on CD-ROM. 2005. 2005 was 2000. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we were there. I go old school. Yeah, well, that's when they were giving us their entire line for free. Exactly. Every month, this huge, huge package of cross-gen comics. Why great. didn't I know you then? I don't know. You were busy having a life. Uh, that's probably so, true. Uh, I was busy thinking I had one. I was wrong. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so there's there. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's. Let's go on. So, um, let's talk Marvel. As in Captain Marvel, and not just Shazam, uh, where, uh, where, where DC Comics has uh, launched today the Justice League number seven that has Curse of Shazam as a backup, and I think only... Uh, Oh, we're doing a side a side by side comparison this of is the a two. Great podcast, this yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> My eyes. It are was when <laughs> when you were talking. If you could only see how intently Michael Goodson is looking at these two iPods side by side, Ads. show me. Oh my God! I oh uh, that one's cleaner. Amazing that one's cleaner. difference. No, I, that's that's cleaner. This one's brighter though. Uh, not from where I'm standing, mm. and oh, I'm sitting. It's a glare. But okay. uh, never mind. Oh, I, t- I sense pixelation. But anyway. Actually, the, uh, the the new iPad is a little dimmer than the old iPad. I've heard that the new iPads have been melting. No, you've heard. You've heard. <laughs> you've heard rumor. You've heard, the, you've heard the 6 o'clock news freaks uh, trying to stir up controversy where none exists. It's 10 to 15 degrees warmer. Oh. And still within well within tolerance. Okay. Well within non-melting range. Okay, yes. so that's good. But uh, anyway, so... Well, DC, uh, did, did you, uh, Nate, read the Curse of Shazam? First I did. Backup? I ran so home. I have and read not it. had a chance to read it yet. So tell me. Oh, you will be disappointed, Derek. Let me tell you. Do you want me to spoil it? No, I guess not. It's bad. Is it bad? Um, Spoiler. I mean, obviously, it's whatever seven or eight, ten pages, something like that. So eight pages, eight page backup. So there's not a whole lot of story you can get in there, but at the same time. Everything that happened with Billy Batson, well, okay, everything that ended up happening with Billy Batson was just like, really? This is going to be Billy Batson? Maybe he'll completely change between issues one and two, but... Or seven and eight. You are unhappy with the new status quo? I don't really care about the new status quo. I'm not... uh, I'm not a DC Congratulations, fan New 52. You turned Nate Costa into Michael Goodson. <laughs> wow. You want to go to the Apple store right now? <laughs> no. Good, because they don't have them in 2005. <laughs> okay. Uh, but to counter, Marvel announced that they're bringing back Captain Marvel. Yeah, well, but not even their real Captain Marvel. It's Ms. Marvel is going to finally be doing it for herself and calling herself Captain. Captain, <laughs> yes. Isn't she already Captain Carol Danvers? Right, she's Captain Carol Danvers. Captain and now Danvers. they're going to do. They're going to focus just like Green Lantern ended up focusing on the pilot part of Hal Jordan again under Jeff Johns. Now Marvel is having uh, Carol Danvers focus on her. What did she part do before? Of the military. 
Um, she was like a, with a secretary. Lot of other Avengers. <laughs> so. Yeah. So um, so she cleaned up in the military. Good to know. Military, Good to know. Yeah. She got a little short, spiky Michael Goodson haircut. Sure. And she looks she still like got the sounds sash. sassy. Yeah. She got the sash around her waist, but not the long tail. No, she doesn't. No, she is totally. Uh, she looks like a female version of. No, she's still got the sash. Uh, there's still a red sash, sash around her around okay. her waist. Oh, they but completely are changing her outfit and everything. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't have the. Like, oh, this is more upsetting than the Billy Batson thing. She's going to have a green helmet when she goes into space. So uh, I've seen that much. Uh, and it's written by a writer, Kelly Sue DeConnick. So she's been written by a woman, which I think maybe the first time. Maybe Louise Simonson wrote her in the 80s or 90s. But maybe in the original run. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so that's kind of exciting. We'll see. That comes out in July, and we'll see Dueling, uh, Dueling Marvels. Only, no, I'm sorry. Curse of Shazam means he's just Shazam. So by Michael right. Goodson. Bye. Farewell. But wait, we're going we're gonna to talk about Playboy. Because uh, this month, uh, if you were, this is here, uh, Nate's favorite thing, The Walking Dead. The origin of Michonne yes. is not going to appear in The Walking Dead comics. It's appearing in this month's issue of Playboy with Meghan McCain. On oh, the I cover. have a reason to buy Playboy this month. Well, not the incisive political interview with uh, John McCain's daughter. What? Yeah, she's the cover girl, and uh, so she's being interviewed about her political of course. thoughts. And then uh, Michonne gets her origin story. Is it another comic strip? Uh, no, and there's no strip involved apparently, but uh, but there is a comic strip featuring Michonne again, a chapter, Excellent. untold chapter of Walking Dead, written by uh, written Kirkman. by Robert Kirkman and Excellent. drawn by uh, who is drawing Walking Dead, whatever his name is. That's Charlie, Charlie Adler. Adler. No, now we put our iPad. Tony Moore. Is Tony Moore the original one that's suing or one? Charlie yeah. Adler? Charlie, Charlie Adler's Adler's the current one. artist. So there. So the new one, my gosh, he's the he's the one who's drawn everything yeah, for the, the first one. eight issues. <laughs> so he's the artist, the guy who I most closely identify. Uh, but Tony Moore makes a bigger splash in the lawsuits. Uh, what what so, month Playboy is that? Uh, this month's. That's all so I know. So that would be March? Uh, probably the April issue or like May the issue. April issue. Yeah. Just look for Megan McCain on the cover. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, I won't be buying that. You won't? No. No, why not? I'm not going to buy a Playboy. No? No. That's good to hear. I can wait until they reprint it in a comic or a trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or we'll put it online. Maybe. Maybe. Or numerous any other places they could put it yeah okay. i like the horoscope <laughs> they have a horoscope i don't even remember that it's been so long since i've looked at that magazine um and because i still consider it a magazine which i think some people probably are puzzled by that yes uh so uh let us move to movies because a lot of comic book movie stuff i think tying in here um we've been talking for for a few months that like uh, Fox wanted to reboot Fantastic Four yeah. and they were talking about they were circling Josh Trank who was the guy that uh, directed Chronicle which I still haven't seen nor have I I want the to the found footage superhero movie yes um, and then they there was talk that Sony wanted to do a Venom film and Josh Trank was going to direct that they were talking to him Josh Trank committed to a Warner Brothers film okay. that is comic book based but I had no idea that this was in, in any way, shape, or form actively being pursued. I remember when Warner Brothers got the rights, but I had no idea this was like an actively in development sh- film. The Red Star. Is that about Mars? No. The Kirby's? Nope. No? Oh, okay. it's Silver Star. Created by, created by Christian Gossett, um, a guy I met back at Comic-Con in 2001, before Michael Goodson was trapped forever in the year 2005. Uh... Christian Gossett, uh, and it's it's an alternate history, and I guess this would be the timing, is that the Russians are involved in a war in Afghanistan, but it's where I, 
sorcery reigns. So uh, it's Russian sorcery sorceress forces. Uh-huh. Um, but even that's overselling the magic. It's still kind of this geopolitical thing. And probably the most important thing, or uh, it's the most impact that if people know about Red Star is that after 9-11, Kristen Gossett released a statement talking about how this was bringing things home to roost, that, you know, uh, all the political things that the U.S. done, he took a very unpopular stance after 9-11, and I think the book kind of faded away because in the jingoism after 9-11, he was kind of persona non grata for a little while. Um, so it's interesting that this is being pursued this now. This really sounds like unlikely a Disney material. No, it's Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Why did I think it was Disney? I don't know, because I said Warner Brothers. Okay. A couple Sorry. times. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Because you want everything to be Disney, don't you? Because we went Red Star, he went Mars, and you went John Carter. And, uh, that's, just let, and that's just breaking our hearts. Okay, fine. Mars because, is Red Planet. Because Disney went ahead and just freaking said that, and this is really, in two weeks, uh, a week and a half of release, Disney said, uh, oh, we're just writing off the uh, right, loss of $200 right. million. I've never, ever seen a studio... Just give up like that. Give up like that. It is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm annoyed with Disney. It's a great film. Saw it a second time. I saw it a second time this week, too. I still want to see it. Took Luke to see it in IMAX 3D, and he just I went think it's gonna, ballistic. It's going to kick butt it. in DVD and Blu-ray Well, not if, D, not if Disney keeps saying, oh, yeah, we admit this movie sucks. It doesn't suck. No. But apparently what it is is that every single person that was involved in greenlighting it and championing that film has been fired from Disney, and so the people in charge in the last year have had no dog in the hunt. From it. And so yeah. this is the ugly side of the movie business. Andrew Stanton made a great movie. If Andrew, if if some of the rumors are true that Andrew Stanton thought that like John Carter was this iconic character that everybody would know and approved underselling it, yes, John, uh, Andrew Stanton, mistake. you made a big mistake. But there should have been people at Disney who should have caught that and who should have overridden that. Yeah, and. It should, you know, I understand not calling it a princess of Mars, but the doggone thing should have been John Carter of Mars from the outset. Instead of just in the last frame of Should have been more exciting movie uh, movie posters, more exciting Oh, so you're a princess of Mars. Oh, okay. Spoilers. But, but, you know, again, watching it again, Luke's, it's like first IMAX film so he was like this is even though it was the fake oh, IMAX oh he'd never seen IMAX before so I went to the yeah. fake IMAX and which was still bigger than anything he'd ever seen and he said he was like this is it was like standing right next to John Carter and then he went home and he took and we played Little Big Planet and he went to anti-gravity mode so that he spent an hour with just jumping around playing John Carter Wow. And pretending to be John Carter. And so, I mean. That's, uh, that's today's equivalent of a kid going out and yeah. playing with a stick in the backyard. Yes. <laughs> well, You're a today's John equivalent Carter. of watching Karate Kid and we did, to we, kick yeah. your fence in half. <laughs> yeah. So we, we put on Marvel vs. Capcom and we kicked. Uh, yeah, we didn't actually kick. Uh, right, but it's still there. I mean, the, 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 that was he was that inspired and he wanted to go. And Dad, I'm being like John Carter. And he was really into it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a great, great film. Yeah. Uh, if they had. If they had just had a little faith in the subject matter just and not faith. just been stupid. It hurts I me. Really want to get in there and see it. Yeah, it's a, it's you probably should. a theme we're going to be repeating over. You know, I and saw over. it. Did you see? You saw it 3D in the IMAX. Yeah. Okay, so I saw it 2D the second time. Mm-hmm. It does not need 3D to be a. No, I don't think it does. It's just that I do. You know, it. it I like 
letting Luke see. Oh, sure. I mean, he's, he's, he's going to get a little thrill out and of it. And I said, yeah, and I told him we'll go up to the Avengers at, at the Metron where it's truly IMAX. Yeah. See that oh. pretty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Even Nate Hunter says, shall we all take a road trip? You better make sure he goes potty before <laughs> the movie starts. I know. Well, that's exactly what he said. I'm going to bring my... Uh, what? He says... Are you uh, recording right now? Are you recording right now? Yes, yeah. we are. Okay. You're not welcome. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, he said. I said, well, I will convince your uncle Chris to go. He goes, great. So if you have to go to the bathroom, I can stay and not be scared. <laughs> so. You know the the last uh, 3D IMAX movie I saw at the Metron was what was it? Cloudy with a chance it's of meatballs, meatballs. Okay. which was awesome. It was actually a very I still have not seen for that 3D. Movie. It was a I very good 3D one. film. Yeah. Not in theaters, but I did see it. I still have not seen it. So. Yeah. Um, we can uh, mention, by the way, Michael Bay is crapping on childhood oh, memories. Oh, dear Lord. With Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, and Teenage alien extraterrestrial well, martial artists. Yes. Well, here's the question. Now, I... We're not even sure they're teenagers. That anymore. was sort well, of fitting, I, though I, I had a f- couple of the early comics. The, a lot of the like the animated series where I think most people truly found find their belovedness of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I I missed that series entirely as an animated series. Um, So uh, I was watching some comments on when he said that there's going to be aliens. Is it that the ooze is actually from another dimension? No, it's radioactive ooze. Which is the movie. I saw the live-action film. The live-action film and the comics and and the cartoon and the kids' comics. Everything stuck with the uh, the original plot. Yeah. No, all the, it's always all been radioactive ooze. Yep. Okay, so there is no way that he could have been misunderstood with that statement. Well, he could have misunderstood because he's a moron. Yeah, yeah it's true. But uh, no, I, I do like the people that have linked to this Onion article from about two years <laughs> ago. Yeah, they paid fifty million to mess up the Thundercats. Thundercats. And I'm like, wow, how did he do that? Michael Bay's a jerk. Thank you. That was a quick drive-by commentary from Lon Lopez, who now is going to uh, fall into a diabetic coma, and uh, then. Uh, speaking of Tron Uprising. Listen to the thump. There it was. Thank you. Uh, that uh, Tron Uprising had some news about Tron 3. As uh, uh, Goodson alluded to uh-huh. earlier, Disney is moving forward with Tron 3 after Tron Legacies, which, by the way, Tron Legacy didn't really do that much better than John Carter. No. Disney. And arguably, um, arguably Disney spent a whole lot more and continues to spend more money on that film because they still have dedicated part of California Adventure to that movie. Yes. Okay. So. Well, not only that. Yes. But Disney has admitted that Tron 2 was terrible. Yeah. Maybe not publicly. <laughs> but but at privately. night. <laughs> privately. <laughs> In fact, Nate's getting a text right now from Disney Studios. We're sorry. <laughs> Feel so dirty. Re Tron, the Tron Two. We're sorry. Uh, but uh, the at WonderCon this weekend, the screenwriters were being interviewed, and because uh, they're involved in Once Upon a Time, and they yeah. said uh, they mentioned that uh, they let slip that Jeff Bridges is likely to be in Tron Three. Despite That's fine. Effect. Well, they said you know both characters die, but I'm like uh, it's digital. Um, have yeah. you not ever reprogrammed something? So yeah, I, don't know. I mean, not personally. I, I think they have, left it open for both characters to come right I, back. I feel into like they it. did. I feel like they yeah. did. And so I also wanted to mention next course, scene: both of them rise I, from the digital sea. That I posted last. <laughs> That's all you Friday had to do. Because based based on our French long friendship, Rick, I, I feel that I must mention that we did post the first four minutes of Iron Sky. Yes. On Fanboy Planet last yes. week. How do you feel? Nearly five minutes. 
How do you feel? I think it was awesome. Oh, it yeah. looks so good. Oh, yeah. Just for, for a little indie film, the quality of the special effects was great. The the shock value. I loved it when they unfurled the uh, banners on the side of the lunar lander. The Sarah yeah, Palin the ones? Sarah yeah. Palin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that was... That Stop. Was, it's not going to be funny when she takes over the Republican convention no, and sw- swept to victory. Well, that's when we're going to need the Nazis to come from the moon. Oh, my God. I can't, you <laughs> said a choice between evils. <laughs> exactly. You would prefer Nazis over Sarah Palin. Well, at least they're honest. <laughs> Sarah Palin's honest? No, she's not. <laughs> she honestly thinks she can see Russia. <laughs> um, when really it was just a red star. So uh, let's move to television because Lon's not here. We're going to keep him away. This is like this is like flit. This is like flit for Lon. The new Doctor Who companion was announced today. Yes, she was. Jenna Louise Coleman. She actually announced yesterday. Uh, technically, but it yeah. hit the hit the uh, American websites okay. this morning. Yeah. So that's a twenty four hour time. I would yeah. like you to remember that you are here in California. Yes. We do have British listeners who are going pish tosh. We heard this yesterday. Yes. Well, really, we heard this five days ago. Uh, so um, anyway, that's BBC th- sends me a text message every time somebody on Doctor Who has a. Do they now? They have a bad banger for breakfast. That's nice. Okay. So anyway, General Louise Coleman, American audiences, might mainstream audiences. Can rush to their videos. Collection. She's a cutie. She has a bit part in Captain America. She is one of the double date that Bucky and Steve Rogers go out to uh, to the World of Tomorrow Fair. Yeah. So I might look at that tonight to just see, like, okay, um, you know. I'd actually. She's like a cutie, but it's really hard to. I, I still love Amy Pond. Oh yeah, sure. This, uh, this is going to be traditional. They they did announce uh, like there's going to be like six episodes and, and a then Christmas the Christmas special, special and then eight episodes. Yes. And apparently, Rory and Amy go out in an episode. Episode five. Involving. Daleks? No. I'll, man- I'll pantomime it. No, the Weeping Angels. Ah, yes. you got it. No, Lon, we're talking about Doctor Who. I you don't want to come say here. I just one thing to all my listeners out there, uh, especially Bill Bossert, if he's listening. Uh, I was right about The Walking Dead. And, uh, I, I, get, I, think, I think we're going to be talking about that next. You well, want to leave. So I just oh, okay. Well, good. Know. Okay. I was right, Bill. You owe me a dollar, and I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And by the way, the appearance of Michonne was bad ass. Yeah, we are. We, we, we we're yes. about to talk about that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now that you can turn the mics back on. Uh, <laughs> I was right, Bill. I was right. When Lon's out of earshot, would one of you tell me what? Lon was right about nothing. Nate, you're his. Friend. I don't know what he said. Uh, <laughs> I, I may have been gone. Though. Bill, write in. Tell us what was Lon right about. We don't remember. I was right. That <laughs> he asked what. Oh, by the way, this is Whitney. Everyone. Hello, Whitney. Hello, Whitney. Hello, Rick. Hello. Um, Rick asked. Um, Bill wrote in a long time ago and said, "What do you think the scientist said?" To oh Rick yes, Lon oh. did say we're all oh, infected. Yeah. That was the exact words. Said, I, I think, think I agreed with him. It was, well, I originally said I thought it might have been Lori's pregnant, but then we saw an episode and it said it wasn't. So I said, my next guest, Bill Bossert from Connecticut, wherever he is, it's that they're all infected. You don't have to get bit to be a zombie. I was right. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Great. Good. Drive safe, Lon. I'll I'll give you a dollar. Uh, So, okay. Um, So, well, good. 
Lon's going home in triumph right now yes. uh, because he won a bar bet with Bill Bossert. Um, so, uh, well, how did you guys feel about this week's Walking Dead? Because I still have not watched it. Awesome. I think the last five minutes had three devastatingly awesome bits in it. I think the whole show had just... I watched it it twice. over the top all the way through. It really was. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, that was a really good episode. And I did watch the uh, Michonne thing probably twice the first uh, first time through. First time through, yeah. Second time through, I realized, holy crap, it is wall-to-wall action the whole show i didn't yeah. even, it didn't feel like it starts off right with right where the last episode ended up exactly with. there was no let's set it up it was just the zombies are there only with the zombies are it. they they were letting that father-son talk go out a little bit past comfort zone oh yeah yeah that was uh but th- we keep on talking about it the we should describe we talked about it before the podcast but the the scene for anyone who hasn't seen it who will doesn't care once it's spoiled. That's, yeah, spoilers are on right now. That listeners. was just so right out of the book. Right, that that is one scene that leapt right out of the comic book, with with her showing up entirely hooded, with the samurai sword off to her side, and the two zombies, two armless, armless, toothless zombies, zombies, in chain behind her. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So good. Okay. And the talking dead afterwards was was terrific. Talking dead as always. Was Kirkman excellent. was on and uh, Glenn Mazzara oh, cool. yeah. and Andrea. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Well, excellent. Um, did you guys see the Battlestar Galactica Blood and Chrome trailer? No. Can't say that I did. What? No. You didn't? No. Oh, dude, they leaked Blood it. and Chrome. Blood and Chrome, which this was. This is the, the Young Adama series? Yes. Okay. Which is now not going to be a series, but Sci Fi is going to edit it into a movie because oh. it was originally commissioned as a web series. Yeah. And we're to, let's go back to that Iron well, they Sky did, thing about the special they effects. They did an Adama web series. But yeah. this is another one taking okay. on the classic Cylons. And I watched that going, my God, this is the. I, I got excited for it because, you know, I've enjoyed the little of the Sci Fi Battlestar Galactic I've seen, but I have not watched the whole thing. And this. Maybe I've got to watch this. Yeah. Because I watched Razor. Uh, right. Razor that, was good. Razor was good. And this one seems like this is actually a series that bridges between the two different versions of Battlestar Galactica. Because I'm watching going, these, some of this, these designs are right out of the original Glenn Larson show. Exactly. And then, but it's got that vibe of the intensity of, of the sci-fi series. By your command. And they said, so the uh, sci-fi, it leaked online. Uh, I think io9 had it. Um, the, has it been shut down again? After? Uh, there was a YouTube posting of it, and that got shut down. Okay, but I think you can still poke around and find it on the web. Okay, uh, you can go to Michelle's Facebook page, and Michelle's got it posted. Okay, uh, but it looks really badass. Okay, like and and it's like oh sci-fi, you're not you know you've actually done a really good product, and so naturally <laughs> this is their so making naturally up for Caprica. You, so naturally you can't make. Although I liked what I saw of Caprica too. I liked Caprica, but, but it wasn't but they anything. Can't keep I, the momentum up. So um, it's just a movie, and then they might commission another one if there's yeah, if there's a lot of interest in it, which I think there's going to be. It looked really good, and for someone who is not invested, I just want to click. Okay, everybody's talking about it. I'll look, and it was like wow. I was suddenly I've got to watch that show. Wow. So, um, love that. Uh, Your excitement is palpable. It is. Uh, Not quite as as exciting for me, but still interesting uh, that there's a sequel to the Epic Mickey video game coming. Uh, So, Epic Mickey 2. Did you play that one through? I played some of it, so I'm going (coughs) to... 
You're gonna I have to effort. go back to it. I'm okay. gonna go back to it. I, I enjoyed it, but it came at a difficult this was the time Wii in my life. painting game. Yes, it came at a difficult time in my life. So um, uh, Thursday. So we'll speaking, Thursday. Speaking of video games and yeah. The Walking Dead. Oh yeah! Did you see that trailer? The Telltale I did. Games. Oh yeah! I saw the preview art on that. I actually sat down with Telltale got, Games about they've it. They've got uh, they they cut full animated into gameplay. Oh my gosh! That game that game looked, looked great when really I saw good. it. When they weren't even done, what I saw in in July at Comic Con was great. Yeah. Uh, really intriguing stuff. I love the look of it. I love the design. Love the idea. And there's one. There's a Facebook app coming up that yeah, I might I game. might uh, not boycott. The way I boycott all the other apps that are on Facebook. Are you yeah, boycotting you are, you Avengers? Are like, you are like, yeah, boy- he is. He's, I, like, he's the I cranky purge. old man going, I hey, pur- you kids, get off my Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. That's what off. you're doing. I am. You started to play. I started to play, and I said, I have so many better games than this sitting no, over unplayed on the desktop. Well, that is true. You, you, we do. Like, no, you don't. Yeah, I, have, do. I have. No, you don't. I just I got do. the Star Wars uh <laughs> I still haven't finished Bioshock 2. Bioshock 2, not bad. No, no, but the one that's coming out. Is a is a uh, zombie killing uh, uh, Walking Dead? Walking Dead on game Facebook. on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they've been showing. Uh, I actually liked that page already, so I can get the uh, pre sign up for that game. Yeah. Okay. I want to say I I, I um, watched. I got a Blu-ray this week uh, that I thought I was going to really really hate, and I'm surprised to say I did not. Which was the most recent steampunky Paul W S Anderson version of the Three Musketeers. Which yeah, had, which when it was released the last year with uh, with uh, Mila Jovovich and Orlando Bloom yeah. uh, and uh, the they turn, Christoph Waltz they turn as, the lady as into a hero or she's not no okay. that was the commercial so the ad campaign made it seem like this was just like they took the characters and they went more wild than even the Hanna Barbera animated <laughs> series had done okay. Um, but here's what was very stunning. So Luke and I watched this Saturday night. I said, I've got this. And I figured even if it's really, really dumb, Luke will probably enjoy sure. it because he's eight. Um, and what I discovered was if you can eliminate or forget about the parts where they've dis- they've stolen Leonardo da Vinci's plans for the uh, – Zeppelins, uh, so, so that it's got the so that the climax is fought instead of on the ocean in the air with airships. Once you take those kind of steampunky elements out, yeah, I was stunned to discover it's actually pretty much as faithful an adaptation of the first book, the Three Musketeers, uh, or the first half of the yeah. Three Musketeers, as. Well, certainly as the Disney one that was okay. from the, with Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen and Tim Curry. Right. Um, and this had Logan Lerman from uh, Percy Jackson, who was playing D'Artagnan, and uh, Ray Stevenson, who was Volstagg in Thor, and the Punisher in Punisher Warzone <sighs> is Porthos. Um, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it was not. It still has a chance to watch the original Three Musketeers. Well, that's not the original. The original Lester one. The the Lester one. The Lester one versus this one. Which would you watch? uh, I would watch the Lester one, but I would, but I wouldn't show it to my son. I would show this version. It it was actually very clever in its fight. Because the Lester one is very uh, violent. It's slower and it's sexier as the novel is. But this was more like okay. This was. I was not embarrassed. They had some really. Clever fight choreography and what about the characters? Because the characters in the really Lester ones well. are really good. No, I okay. thought captured very well. All right, um, 
And so I was really surprised uh, that, again, until it got into the airships. But Orlando Bloom makes a good Buckingham, although they make Buckingham more evil. Uh-huh. But that's actually, I like Orlando Bloom better that way as kind of the effete pretty boy who's secretly evil. Okay. Like I've, you know, other than Legolas, I've never enjoyed Orlando Bloom much. But yeah. He's got a thing. Christoph Waltz makes a really good um, Richelieu. So a stunning discovery to say I watched it thinking I was going to hate it and then found myself curiously unhating it. So um, actually a good diversion if it's showing you're, up. You're still staying short of like. A little bit because it's just it's just loud. I mean, okay. because you're right. I would go with the Richard Lester. I, I love the Richard I was Lester. unhating it all through the I movie. Was, no. I gave in to enjoying some of it. I thought some of okay. the lines were very witty. A couple were lifted from other I'm, scripts. I'm not, try- I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I re- And the guy playing Aramis and Athos, I've never seen anything else. I can't remember their names as actors. But they were pretty good Aramis. They were pretty good Aramis and Athos. So it was like, wow, they cast really well. Yeah. And it moved. It was fun. It was just kind of the Do three Do you think this one might have been one where the, the commercial campaign killed it? The commercial campaign sucked because that was uh, the movie I thought I was going to watch from the commercial campaign yeah. was not the movie. It so was. you had people who were amped up on what they thought from the commercial. They come in, word of mouth is it's not that that movie. Right. So the yeah. only thing I would say is you know, and this is just our culture has moved on. That Logan Lerman, I don't know how old that kid kid. He, you know, he might be twenty, twenty one. Yeah. And D'Artagnan probably really is supposed to be only sure. 20 or so, 21. Yeah, maybe not even But that. he seems so callow compared to when you think of Michael York, yeah. who was probably about the same age. Well, it was a little uh, mid-20s. Yeah. But seems so much older and uh, dashing and roguish. You know, I, just our modern our modern youths look a lot younger, and that's yeah. it. So that was yeah. that's a little hard for me to get past. But that's just, you know, that's Hair just care products thing. and facial ge- yeah. uh, No, stuff and he's better. not a bad actor either, yeah. you know, so... Um, which I should say, by the way, we go back to movies, is that, uh, of course, the next Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters, is being made, and they've cast Nathan Fillion as Hermes. Wow. And uh, That's interesting. Yeah, so they're recasting kind of some parts that had been already used in the first one, now with more American fan favorite. Oh, Anthony Stewart Head is taking the role that Pierce Brosnan played as the centaur, who is the mentor at their um, centaur is the mentor at the uh, camp. For children. I don't know if you've read Percy Jackson. No, I have not. My kids have devoured it, uh, at, or my my daughter has, and told the stories all to my son. Um, so, it, yeah, there's, there's a camp of the of the bastard children of the gods. Oh no, I, I know, I know the together. basic plot. So, yeah, yeah, and the and the headmaster is. Is this centaur? It was Pierce Brosnan in the first one, and now Anthony Stewart Head's going to play it. So, wow. uh, kind of interesting. You have glasses to take them off. It's all just going to right? Joss Whedon's world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, I'm um, looking forward to that. And that's all I have. Wow. So, let's you know that makes up for the last two 90 minute podcasts. I know. So, done. let's go get food. Uh, if you have a recommendation of where we should eat now, the Wiener Schnitzel is closed down the street. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. We're sharing your pain with you. Right in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Or and don't forget to submit your questions for Big Wow. Or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. And I forgot to mention up front that Brian Kent wrote in to sandpaper. Oh. So, what? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So uh, he's local. Someday we will time, it will time out that he actually shows up at the same time uh, that we are podcasting. But Has uh, he won an award yet? Uh, no, but almost near for the swag bag. But next week we will make sure that uh, we reach into Lon's swag bag right. for uh, Brian. So, uh, anyway, that's it. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I am the Nate Costa. And, and I'm you, sir. 
I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. The original gothic horror returns in a faithful adaptation of Bram Stoker's original classic, The Terror of Dracula. Available on DVD from www.newdraculamovie.com.